You're listening to an Anazal Ministries podcast. Oh, it's the episode I have been waiting for. We are going to talk about the regular show. This is Systematic Ecology. We are the priests to the geeks. And joining me today is our returning star, Brandon Knight, as well as a super important guest. But I'm going to I'm going to get to the super important guest later. But Brandon, this is our first episode together. I feel like you are a legend. You're like famous. I really enjoyed your Bluey episode that I heard. Um, me personally don't have kids, but I am a big Bluey fan. So I feel like I'm meeting a celebrity right now. You know who else likes recording podcasts? My mom. It's good to be here with you, Elizabeth, or Pang, or whichever you prefer. I Whatever you must you be hanging around. Me. You must be hanging around Josh too much. If I am a celebrity, like he he acts like I am, but I, I am flattered. And if you can hear my child screaming in the background, it's because Bluey is being turned off as we speak to no. start bedtime to start no. bedtime routine. So yeah. He would be upset. I'm upset for him. I, <laughs> I love that show. I love that show so much. But gosh, Brandon, this is like just a treat for me, but also this is a treat for you because you get to be the first person to do an episode with this amazing guest host. This guy, a guest you know, host that whose beard rivals mine. It, it, I mean, I think so. And so I always talk about like there's only one 3D guy for me in the whole universe. 2D, I have a harem. But 3D, there's only one. There's only one person. The one and only. My husband, Taylor Clyde. How's it going, babe? Oh, it's great. What's up, everybody? Or should I say, it's so wonderful to be here. That was my pop's Guys, voice. Did you like it? You now have a sound Splendid. to my husband. Well, if you haven't figured it out already, we are talking about the regular show. I am so excited. So I had to ask my husband to do this with me because he's the one that introduced me to the regular show. So Taylor, yeah. tell me a little bit, like how long ago did you start watching the show? Because I feel like it's been ingrained in my mm. life now. Yeah. So man, I just like the show. You know, those, those quick episode shows where you can just cook dinner or you can just grab something and you don't really want to flip through Netflix and find something because it's going to take you eternity to watch. This is always my default of I can watch a 12 minute episode and I don't have to be invested even really mentally in the room. I can just watch it, have a good time, laugh really hard. I don't know when I first started watching it though. It's been great though. It's been, it's just that show, you know, you don't have to think about it's it. It's just you a just regular it show. It's just a regular show. Exactly. Brandon, what about you? Do you remember the first time you started watching the regular show? Uh, it was shortly after it started coming out on Cartoon Network during that what was like at one point in time peak entertainment on Cartoon Network. Regular show was coming out at the same time as like Adventure Time, oh, uh, Chowder, yes. Amazing World of Gumball. Just a lot of really good cartoons and a lot of them, uh, like Taylor's saying, was these like this new thing that Cartoon Network was doing of like 15 minute, 12 minute episode vignettes rather than the full like 22, 30 minute episodes and something that Bluey has now mastered because their episodes are like less than 10 minutes long. So yeah, it was probably like I was in high school for sure uh, when it was just starting out. Um, but yeah, it was shortly after the show started. Loved it instantly too. Yeah, it started in 2010. So I was in 11th grade. 
<laughs> I, I, I was a senior and or graduated, depending on when. Wow. So if you I guys want to do like, the math. I must, I would, I'm the youngest then because I think I was a sophomore in 2010. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Judging by, because when I sent your email, I'm like, oh, he's a 94 baby. So yeah, we're nine to twos. <laughs> Way to explain yeah, this what, personal what, information. We're all 90s kids. I mean, we, we, right. we gave our age in high school. So it's pretty much. So this this cartoon, I feel like it's insulting just saying it. I mean, this masterpiece, really. It's only aired for seven years. So it um, was created by J, um, J.G. Quintel. And it aired from 2010 to 2017. And if you guys haven't seen the show, it's pretty much just follows a bizarre dynamic duo, a blue jay named Mordecai and a raccoon named Rigby. And they work as groundkeepers at a park. And despite their like mundane job, they just get into all kinds of trouble, comedic situation. It's super absurd, like some of the stuff that happens. Like doesn't make any sense whatsoever. <laughs> but they have a gumball machine for a boss. So nothing makes sense, but everything is fine. And so it's just known for its quirky humor, pop culture references, unique characters. Like it's just it's a great show. It's won a lot of awards too. So really? I'm very sad it's not. Yeah, I looked it up. I didn't include it in my outline because y'all can look it up and take my word for it. Yeah, but it was like quite a few. Yeah, we don't need to like it's not about rating the show, it's just talking about <laughs> it. But yeah, it um it had a lot of um awards in it, and pretty much the reason why it ended the director's was like, yeah, I did what I wanted to do and I'm done now. Just I oh, wanted to end amazing. my way. So it I didn't kinda, like he res- ran out of content. I respect that though, because I think a lot of shows yeah. just kind of keep going and then you get to the end and you're like, wow, the last season of The Flash is absolutely horrible. Um, so, but when you, you know, that seems to be a thing that a lot of streaming services are doing now too, like with Ted Lasso or others, where it's like, we're just going to use as many seasons as we need to tell a f- complete story. So, I do like that. Obviously, I would wish it would go on forever. Right. You can almost destroy the world in every episode. Like, it's fine. <laughs> in a new You can fresh always find way. new ways. Right. <laughs> right. Um, but also just to increase the bond of friendship every single episode. So the fact that this has been off air for five years blows my mind because I think we have HBO Max is what we still watch it on um, at our house. And I don't think I've ever seen the last season or the last episodes because we ran, we mm. skip around so much. So I know I haven't nice. seen every episode, but it's almost like the whimsical, like, what is, what is the regular show want to play for us today? We literally just choose it at <laughs> random every single time. I wish, I wish there was, was like a- Spotify where you could just shuffle episodes. <laughs> I was just saying that the other day about Bluey. Because, you know, that's what we grew up with was like you turned it on and, okay, I guess we're going to watch the campfire, the campfire song song episode of SpongeBob again, because that's what the one that's on. It'd be cool if the universe shuffle. Right. It'd be cool if there was like a shuffle feature and you're just not always watching in order. It is refreshing that you don't have to watch it in order and there's no rhyme or reason. I think the most consistent is when they got the intern Thomas. And so you kind of like you can't just (sighs) randomly be like, who's this guy? Um (laughs) I forgot Wait, about Thomas. We, did we ever figure out why is Benson a gumball machine? So Benson is the boss. So we'll get through all the characters and talk a little bit about each one. But why is Benson a freaking gumball machine who's always grouchy? So what I have heard is that this show was originally pitched to Adult Swim. And it was supposed to be mm-hmm. about two stoners destroying the, the world every episode. And right. so 
Adult Swim didn't green light it, but Cartoon Network was like, take all the drug references out, we'll <laughs> green light it instead. So the reason why everything is, there's all these, uh, what do you, how, what's that word? Anth- anthropomorphic or whatever. Mm-hmm. All these yeah. anthropomorphic characters on the show is that it was because as stoners, they were going to see all these weird things. So they That's just crazy. kept it that way, but just didn't reference it in the Cartoon Network version. Interesting. Well, now we know. Yeah. Kind of takes mean, a little world? bit of innocence. It takes a little bit of innocence away, but <laughs> no, I'm I'm down with. I love the fact that like they make random like adult references, but then it just kind of it's it's so clean at the same time. Mm-hmm. It's very refreshing. And then like Mordecai is a giant blue jay, and Rigby is a small raccoon. So like it doesn't even make it defies logic and uh, reasoning. But because, isn't that like, life? <laughs> No. Friends and, in the most unusual places. Yeah. And Mordecai, he just tries to do like what's right. And Rigby is that one friend that always gets you in trouble mm. in school. He's like, mm, I'm lazy. Sure. Mm, I want to play video games. Mm. And his catchphrase is, oh, in case you guys didn't catch that. <laughs> I do that all the time. It has ingrained into my, like, if I get excited, if I pwn someone, if I win, if I lose, if I cry, if anything, I just go, oh, <laughs> I'm still Rigby stuck on the. I'm still stuck on the. If I pwn someone, like it's still 2014. Yeah. Gears of War two, baby. In the uh, rocking chair thing, you guys remember those little black things that had the, the speakers gamer on the rocking sides? Chairs. Oh yes. Yeah. <laughs> so Taylor and I, we had a um, long distance like relationship, and he we would go on Gears date, and he let me have all the ammo. It's not freaking romantic. Nice. Such a great time. true love. So, speaking of romantic, so Brian, I don't know if you've heard any of the episode I'm on. I always go to romance. I'm a helpless romantic, and Mordecai okay. has a little, you know, has a little crush a crush on Margot. He does, and she's a red J. Do they ever get together? Like, I don't think she ever. She's always like dating these like losers, but I don't think they ever got together. I think of. I think eventually they do, or there's like a couple episodes that they go. They might have maybe went on a date, but then yeah. Out. There is a kiss, but I don't know if they ever get together. Mm, An elusive kiss. Can't remember. I like it. And then I always wanted Rigby, and like I don't even remember her name, but pretty much Margot's Rigby, like her little sidekick. Um, Eileen? Bunny. Irene? Eileen. Eileen. I think it's Eileen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's a good one. It just made sense. Very little romance. It did make sense. You know, when you have a double date, whenever you have two single friends in a group, you want them to get together, but. It's fine. Ooh, but sometimes you shouldn't. Sometimes you shouldn't. <laughs> but Taylor already made reference to, I think, his favorite character, and that is Pops. So, Taylor, tell us why you love Pops so much and why you can do such a good impression. Man, Pops and I, he just resonates with me. I, I'm naive, I think, in, in many areas in life, I'll be honest. And I'm pretty happy-go-lucky, just kind of like him. And... It just it just makes sense that we're the same person, you know, because I can just go through my day and horrible, terrible, no good things could be happening. And I'm just like, oh, man. But, yeah, the sun is shining today. Like I got the new shoes. I'm feeling great. What a great day. So he's just he's just I don't know. He's funny. He's very nice, though. I like him. And remember, he owns the whole park. Yeah, is the owner. So which makes it more funny that he's clueless. His dad 
created it, right? Or did his dad owned it or something? Something like that. Which do people normally own parks? Is that normally how that works? Um, Does the can. city own them? <laughs> it depends on mm-hmm. if it's like a private park. So if you think about um, Oh, okay. Like if like I think of like almost like Cypress Gardens. I don't know if that state owned here in South Carolina, you know what I mean, hun? Mm. I don't know, yeah. But Pops is also like, like nineteen hundred years old. So when his dad true. created it, it was probably like the Garden of Eden, you know? So like he just like Possibly. this is my thing. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. So I I know we talked about it a little bit before the show, but I actually have a um character that I feel like is they had to have a character you hate. And this is going to be the character. And oh, I don't, no. I'm not saying I hate him. I'm just saying he's my least favorite. But I also make a lots of reference, like my mom that Brandon <laughs> no, just did. No. So Muscle Man. Like what kind of name is Muscle Man anyway? Like he's, he just takes it way too far. He's just an oof mm. that doesn't shower. Yeah, he's not a muscle man. Just, just to make that part clear. <laughs> His name yeah, is no, he's not, Yeah, he's he's strong. He's pretty much if Frankenstein was short and had a beer belly. Yeah, that's probably about the best description. Of. Yeah. Yeah. And he has a um a best friend that's a little ghost, high five ghost. So it's literally like the ghost like from Pac-Man with a hand on his head. Yeah. And For that the is high fiveage. Yeah. But I mean, but like at least he's a level headed. It's like, you know, high five ghost is the brains of the friendship. Where Muscle Man's mm. is the bronze. Yeah, but you, so Muscle Man, though, it, which kudos, by the way, to the writers for such a very clearly identifying name, right? Muscle Man. Like, I don't have to guess what you feel about yourself. You are a muscular man. I get that. But he's just a complex guy. So, like, you think he's one way and rough and tough and beating people up and stuff, but he's actually, like, he's got a softer side, right? He does. It's true. Yes. He just takes things too far. Like he, it's like a little boy who never grew up from picking on his friends. Like you know, what I mean, he mm, still thinks it's okay. funny. Like True. especially when he does all the pranks. You know, he he always just takes the it pranks too far. on Thomas. <laughs> so dumb. Thomas is the intern that comes in way later. And didn't you say Taylor? Like he ends up being like a Russian spy. Yes. So a totally random thing. <laughs> I was just looking up some some quick stuff right before this and I just to refresh myself and I got to that part. And like like you said, Liz, we hadn't finished it yet. And I went, no, that checks out. No, that's not random at all. That, that makes complete sense. <laughs> I kind of don't want to finish it. Like, I feel like we could have easily have just watched the last season and we watched so many repeats. But it's just one of those things. I don't want this to end because it's so fun. Yeah, I'm looking at and you, I, Lost. Yep. Yeah, that was that. But usually I don't have attachment to cartoons like this. Usually, you know, I'm the mm. I'm known to be the anime gal, you know. Mm. I have some Disney under my belt, some like other like, you know, I like other things, but I usually don't get really obsessive too much. Yeah, but anime is cartoons. Japanese cartoons is different. Don't don't do the don't mm. don't should you we, should we open this conversation? Lower anime like that. No, that's a whole nother topic. Hmm. But I'm just saying, but I'm just saying, usually I don't get like so obsessive where I don't want something to end. Yeah. Um, that's not anime. But also, I saved the best character for last, in my opinion. Okay. Sk- skips. Mm. Skips. Yeah. It, skips is a Yeti, pretty much, who's like the handyman. So every, <laughs> in any work organization, guys, like this is just life tip. Be friends with the handyman, like wherever you work. You will you want to be friends with the maintenance people. Like just True. Yep. facts. 
big facts. And so he's like the handyman and grounds um, keeper. But we find out like in one episode, he's also immortal. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And he's just a he's a real good bowler. <laughs> oh, yeah. Also true. That is true. <laughs> it's like, and as what opposed do you to, want? And as opposed to muscle man, he does actually skip around. Like that is he, he that is part of the character. He does skip around and is yep. voiced by the also hopefully the immortal Mark Hamill. So which also Gosh. adds to the character. <laughs> He's he's so fun. And he's usually he's pretty much the sounding board. So whenever like Mordecai and Rigby, they do something stupid, like they unleash zombies on everyone or like they played the arcade uh, arcade game. And now they're in like this mosh pit of like (laughs) underground gamers type deal. Like Skip (laughs) is usually the one that gives them guidance and is their sounding board. Here's what you're going to do. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> or the the other one. I've seen this before. Like no matter <laughs> how outrageous of a scenario it is, yes. he's always seen it before. <laughs> it's so funny. But I mean, it's just a great group of people who work together. And even though Benson is like, you know, grumpy, he still loves his employees. And he's, st- he's actually a very great boss. And so I actually, we had... Um, a best friend. And so we all, I love assigning people to care. I was hoping you would go, okay. Yeah, go and here. So, Talk like, about when that. I was obsessed with trolls, I'm like, all right, what is your troll souls? Because I just, I was like, who do we identify as? So, and so we had a grumpy best friend who was Benson. So, Brandon, if you had to, all the characters we talked about, who would you identify as? Mm. As much as know. my brothers and I quoted Muscle Man, I would say I probably, uh, resonate the most with Mordecai. Um, mm. Not so much on the hopeless romantic aspect, although probably at the time when the show was coming out, absolutely. Um, <laughs> but just kind of this like kind of the leader kind of level headed, but is still going to like make unwise decisions every once in a while. But it's the more responsible of the two that usually is. That's usually where I fall. Taylor, are you, are you sounding with pops still? I think I have to, I think I I am very optimistic, blindly optimistic most times. So I have to stick with my man here. This is going to make me sound a little conceited, but Taylor, hopefully you can back me up a little. I'm right. going to go skips for me because okay. I I pretty much have a solution or I can find and will find a solution to anything. And so like I literally read economics articles for fun. And like other like random tales, like, what are you reading? I was like, I'm just reading about how the five buyers beware. Yeah. Like the housing market. Oh, I was like, oh, I'm looking at like what to beware of if we ever needed to trade in our car. Like down when I even look into, I just read all these random articles because I love knowledge and I love being prepared. So that's why I say it with skips. And so I'm like, all right, Taylor, like back me up. So people don't just think I'm a solution to all. (laughs) I have backing. But also, it would it's be true. nice to have immortal youth. Like, people still say I look like I'm in high school. So I will say that, too. Like, we go back to school next week, and people are going to confuse me as a student. And I'm not going to be mad at all. <laughs> nice. You see this badge? I belong here. Yeah, my favorite is when, like, a substitute teacher, like, with the my um, other culinary coworker, and I always, like, go in and make sure, like, everything's good to go in his classroom. And they're like, well, who are you? And I'm like, oh, I'm not a culinary teacher every single time. You're not a student? No. Mm. <laughs> no, I'm not. Thank you. Okay. Thank you so much. So, no. Now, we all know Joshua Knoll, the other leader. So mm. who would we classify Josh as? I'm kind of feeling Rigby, 
Is Josh was, the guy who's going to always get us in trouble? I was thinking Rigby too. And not because I will say, Josh, you are not lazy. That's You're not true. lazy. So that I'm, not, I'm not saying that. But pretty much he's just like, he wants to have a good time. Like he won't, he's like, why? Like Josh and I, we butt heads on the podcast all the time because I'm like, I want to know numbers. I want to know like logistics. I want to, I, I just need to know all the information. And Josh gotcha. is like, oh, let's, let's just have a good time and enjoy people. <laughs> no no joshua that's not how it works that's not how you grow (laughs) would you agree with us taylor yeah that makes sense just put the calculator down okay we're all trying to have a good time here yeah no that sounds like him Mm -hmm. that's funny Mm -hmm. it is funny It just, it makes me, the friendship makes me so funny. But guys, when I saw the solid episode, like it broke me for so long. It broke me because this whole episode is about, hey, can you do me a solid? Yeah, absolutely. Hey, can you do me a solid? Absolutely. It's like, oh, hey, do me a solid. And it's like this, it's like this contract of the solid and you cannot break the solid no matter what it is. And of course they end up breaking the solid and almost destroying the world. But (laughs) <laughs> that and I ended up doing someone's wedding cake for free with that solid shenanigans. <laughs> it was my best friend, the one who I mentioned, like Benson at the time. And so it was pretty much we we literally had that like relationship. Hey, can you do me a solid and help me move this piano? Hey, can you do me a solid and give me a free wedding cake? Hey, yeah, can you but do there me was a ice cream and- involved in that piano move. I did. I did. I was like, I literally was like, hey, guys, do you want to come to my house and eat ice cream? And then I made them all move a piano. Nice. Suckered him in with with ice cream. Good job. <laughs> you, you know, you got to do what you got to do. But gosh, that episode broke me. And what was another episode that I... Is there any other episode that you guys like just... It, it's now a core memory for you? Well, absolutely the episode Summertime Lovin', Lovin' in the Summertime, when Rigby <laughs> gets the song stuck in his head, Summertime Lovin', Lovin' in the Summertime, and then it manifests like a cassette tape manifest and is terrorizing the park so they have to write an even catchier song aw snap mm-hmm. aw snap come to my macaroni party and we'll take a nap and, <laughs> and they have to battle the the music with their ridiculous song and yeah that's probably that's probably one of my favorite episodes uh, a similar one to the salad episode the one when they tie playing uh, rock paper scissors a hundred times and that oh, yeah. causes like some big tear in the universe and the Christmas episode where they have to save Christmas because it looks like Santa got killed. <laughs> Do you remember oh. this one? OK, there's a OK. Well, when the holidays come around, there is one. I mean, why wait for the holidays? I'll watch it now. <laughs> there is one. I think it's like the first they have two, I think. And that's the first one where like Santa gets killed by a rogue elf who's like evil and they have to now save christmas it's a whole thing santa's got a six-pack there's this epic fight scene that has the trans-siberian orchestra you know the big christmas song like yeah it's a lot of fun do you remember the episode where they're the guys trying to build like the freeway ramp or the exit or whatever and there was that massive yeah and there was that massive fight of like all of the bad guys from like every episode yeah oh yeah forgot about that <laughs> i loved it when mordecai fight. when mordecai joined a cult and like with the blonde in the ring and oh, stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He had to, 
It's <laughs> <laughs> so like the I the writers had to be high. Like you can you cannot yeah. think of this stuff sober. Like you can't. Yeah, it was, no. It's so funny. But even despite all like the all the the fun and whatnot, it has like some like deep philosophical things in it as well. Like almost every single episode, like it's usually Rigby where he's faced with the dilemma of do I do the right thing or the wrong thing? Like something goes horribly wrong and no one knows it's him, shockingly. And he's like, I could walk away right now and I'll be mm. here home scotch free and no one will know. Or versus like, um, I think there was one where like Mordecai, I was probably the kissing one where he um, was able to get like a kiss, but then Rigby wanted the kiss. And like, so he was like, do I, do I get what I want? Or do I let my friend have what I want? So there's a lot of like, mm-hmm. you know, their values, I guess, is tested a whole lot, which, you know, thankfully they choose the good, the good side every single time. Like, especially for Cartoon Network. Maybe not today so much, you know, choosing, I guess, the higher moral moral value. Yeah, one of my favorite things about the show, though, is that it lets them explore this really boneheaded decision, right? But then Mm -hmm. you get to see it resolve. So you get to see them kind of learn, oh, that was a decision I probably shouldn't have made. Here's this ridiculous off off the world way that I'm going to solve that. And then you kind of get to see it resolve, which is kind of cool. And you get to, you get to kind of see them learn a little bit through the whole process. Yeah. And the resolve isn't some 1980s cartoon. Hey kids, we learned a lot today. Like it's very natural still with like the actual storytelling of, Oh, we made Benson promise not to yell at us anymore. Well, now he's literally going to go nuclear and explode. We need to let him scream at us now. So it's just, it makes sense. Even though the setup of like tearing a hole in the universe always is ridiculous. The resolve makes sense with the story. Yeah. And even there's a lot of, I guess I wouldn't necessarily say this cartoon is like a coming of age cartoon. Um, But a lot of it is self-discovery with like Mordecai and Rigby as they learn more about themselves and they learn more about like their contribution to society. So a lot of the times they're questioning, like, where do I fit in? Like, what's my purpose? Is is this what I'm going to be doing the rest of my life? Um, Mm. Which makes you think, because I still don't know what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. You also see them like, obviously, we've we've made it very clear that all the characters on this show is very quirky, all of them in different ways. Mm -hmm. There's very few that are actually normal. Thomas might be the only Mm -hmm. normal one. And he's a KGB agent. Like, yes. um, (laughs) And and, and a goat. He's a goat. And a goat. He's also a goat. Like a legit Um, Don't forget the goat. Yeah. But like everybody, (laughs) part of the show is like learning that everybody is really strange and very quirky, but also everybody is, well, for lack of a better word, everyone's human. Like everyone's a person with a, with a purpose and like a reason why they act the way that they do. And that's, not so much coming of age, but there is a little bit of like exploring and learning about people who are different from you and why they are the way that they are. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's an episode uh, where skips kind of has like a sort of like a little breakdown because he's like you said, he's like the immortal always taking care of people. I've seen this before. Like he's the one that they always go to for the answers. Right. But eventually because he's not taking care of himself, Again, introducing those normal human needs that we need to make sure we're focusing on. He goes down this really this deep path. And so it's like, man, 
thought I was watching this kid's show, but they just reminded me that I've got to take care of myself. You know, I can't neglect myself as I'm taking care of other people because things will tear in the universe. So, <laughs> and it, it's, it's just a good one. And even like with the, the skip and like what his real name is and whatnot, like that was like kind of like a, almost like an identity episode in itself, mm. which it's good. I like that. It's not just all fun. To, it, it can make you think if you look for it, like it's not just, um, I know I'm not even going to say it, but you, you know, some other like, cartoons because as soon as i say it someone's gonna be like you suck i love that cartoon but some of it is just goofy for the sake of being goofy and stupid yeah. and taylor could probably think of like a couple of the because taylor's more of the cartoony than i am so there's a couple i'm like what the frick are you watching and <laughs> anything to where pointless. everything goes wrong i love oh, i hate i hate those <laughs> cartoons where everything goes wrong it stresses me the frick out mr bean like, that whole situation like <laughs> <laughs> nothing mm-hmm. ever can work out well nope no but i think with the regular show and at least my favorite part about it is the strong bond between like mordecai and rigby like it highlights the importance of friendship and loyalty i mean they get into fights too so it's not just like all you know la la rainbows but like they really they they go through some stuff and it just adds to the character dynamic so my question do you have that person liz before you ask uh, us a question, uh, I was gonna do it, but I'm host. Uber, so, <laughs> so I don't know how this well, works. Was, I'm a guest. Whatever. <laughs> I was gonna say it's kind of because we're all married, so of course we all we all have that that ride or die type deal. But like mm. even like outside of our spouses, like do you have that like loyalty and that friendship you can turn to? So I have two besties. Um, they're my girls, Karina and Zariah. And I can go to them for like anything like that. So if I literally, it's just nice. I can text and be like, I need ice cream. Like it's X, Y, and Z. They will drop and bring me ice cream and mm. just sit with me. And so I, I don't know if it's like kind of like more into the adult seasons. We don't really have fights like I did with my high school friends. You know what I mean? But no, we're all so mellow these days, you know, because nothing's honestly, a major like, deal. <laughs> it's so hard to get together as an adult, really. Like the little sure. bit of time we have together, we don't have time to fight. Like, we, I don't think we get sick of each other, but Mordecai and Rigby, they shared a bedroom. It was like so, college. I mean, it was like college life for those two. <laughs> True. It, it was just such a fun dynamic because they all lived together and they all work together. And like, we have like a really fun church staff. So when we were like in kind of like in the youth, the youth will always do like the youth leaders would do like these retreats and stuff where we rented like a big house. And so it was a lot of fun, like living together, I guess, for like a few days. But I couldn't imagine doing that. Ah, uh, yes. A few days. <laughs> and then, yeah. So do you guys have that ride or die? Because it's really important. Yeah, it, it does get really hard the older that you get, I think. It's probably because we get so dang busy, man. Like we're we're chasing the job and you introduce kids and it's it makes it just so much harder after work when you get off at five to have any energy to want to go bowling and bet your soul right um right and and do all kind of fun activities with friends i i do have a i have a couple though i think i've got a couple of people that i i could do like you said i could call them and they would they would drop everything and be there that's good yeah yeah same i uh unfortunately my best friend lives uh an entire state away so the dropping everything to come assist me doesn't happen or for me to drop in yeah um 
<laughs> but uh, I do have a couple friends here uh, from my home church uh, that we were like, we were friends. And then last summer, there was a lot going on, including the addition of a baby and other things mm-hmm. in my life. And I don't know. It was like all of a sudden these two became all stars, like just like was always cool. there, always there for me, always willing to talk, super supportive and still still to this day uh, are two of my closest friends. So so, yeah. And But I, I mean, I agree, y'all. It's really easy, you know, as as a stay at home parent, it is really easy for your whole world just to become your living room, your kid and whatever Elmo is doing on the screen at the moment. And it it's good to take care of my you know, I'm happy to be taking care of my child. I'm happy to be there for him. Um, but it can also be very soul sucking if that's what it is every single day. Every once in a while, it's fine. It's fine just to have a very lazy. We're just going to hang out here at the house kind of day. But, uh, yeah. you know, this has been a a challenging time for me these past couple months of like relearning the importance of this of having a Mordecai having a Rigby in my mm-hmm. life yeah and I it think it's there are those people I, I think I caught what you said you had those people that just kind of you didn't expect them to be so major in your life and then it's like they just started showing up really big time I think yeah. sometimes you have those Mordecai's and Rigby friends where they just they've been with you you know a one since day one they, they've just always been faithful but then Maybe you've got a season change that happens and somebody that you didn't expect just kind of rises to the surface. Like a Thomas who's a secret spy. Yeah. it's <laughs> it, And they just kind of carry a lot of the weight, but you never saw it coming. So those are, that's always a fun thing. So, and that's why I always like just if I find someone and they don't have like a church community, I'm like, fine. I was like, find a church family. Like there's there's a special kind of love that comes from like church family love. And I get sad that. Not a lot of people they experience the opposite from the church. They experience mm-hmm. like judgmental. They experience um, like outcast, um, ostracizing. But like, gosh, find a good church family because you have a regular family. They don't even like you know. Technically, they have to love you, but they don't even do that sometimes. But like a church family, that's just a whole a whole nother level of like love and grace. But we like we have a really great one, and I'm thankful for it. So yeah. as we wrap up, is there anything other? fun like impersonations you want to do the regular <laughs> no show. no more because for i me. really enjoyed those <laughs> yeah, we, we nailed that part out of the park like we did we i did feel that like we well. and we didn't even coordinate that what it was all organic <laughs> which was fantastic i like it that we all covered other characters too it's not like all of us went well right off the bat which would have no. been great too but right so fun. It's, it's if you guys have not watched the regular show please and it's actually just called regular show we just naturally put the in front of it. But so if you guys haven't watched <laughs> oh, it, yeah. please, please check it out. It's just easy to say the regular show because, you know, capital all because it's important. <laughs> so, guys, if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to our show on Captivate, Patreon or the An- Anazawa Ministry Podcast Network. Uh, give a recommendation, guys, before we head off. Like what? What would you recommend? Oh, did we talk about? We never talked about nerding out. We got. We started nerding out straight into the regular show. We really did. And I even told Taylor before I hit record. I'm like, you know what you're nerding out on, right, hun? Because you know he's brand new. So okay, so I guess you can. We'll do both. We'll do both. Yeah, yeah, just do both. So Taylor, go because I already prepped you for this. All right. So I'm just telling you what I'm nerding out on lately. 
Correct. And then like, okay. I'm assuming you're going to recommend it kind of. Oh yeah. Whatever. I, well, usually what I watch, I will always endorse. Um, unless it is certain shows regarding That's not of God pastor, certain, certain colors and regarding certain reflective surfaces, uh, that may or may not be on Netflix. Oh, um, you're talking about black mirrors. Brand that I may watch oh. but not necessarily <laughs> endorse. That's how I feel about the movie Boondock Saints. Move on. Uh, so lately, I, we just got a subscription to what Apple TV Plus or whatever because a friend of mine was recommending uh, a show. And so I watched that and it was phenomenal. Um, but the one that I started watching and finished recently was called Silo. So basically Silo is – I won't give you many spoilers but just kind of a synopsis I guess. You follow this – I, I don't know if dystopian is the right word to use to describe it, but anyways, it's like this different reality or postmodern whatever where these people are living, can you guess, where they live in, in a silo? And so there's all the dynamics that come with living in a, a really self-contained place like that, and there's crazy power struggles, things that happen, and it's just twisty, and it's turny, and it's everywhere, and at the end, it's just... I finished the last episode, and I went... What just happened? This makes no sense. And so I'm really hoping that it gets picked up and, and does some cool stuff. But there's a massive writer strike happening. So I don't know if that's been affected. So we shall see. But yes, yeah, Silo on Apple TV Plus or whatever that streaming network is called is phenomenal. Highly recommend. What about you, Brandon? Uh, so what I've been geeking out on lately, I've been really behind on everything. <laughs> so uh, can't I mean, imagine the- why. The writer's strike is actually convenient. I actually have a chance to catch up on things now. Um, (laughs) So I am about halfway through season three of Ultraman on Netflix. So and that has been I have I think each season gets better once you like understand that, okay, this is not like the Ultraman that I was hoping for of just a giant guy smacking around other dudes in rubber suits like once my expectations have been readjusted now, it I think each season's gotten better. Uh, what I would recommend, what would I recommend? I don't know. Ultraman. Well, to, keep, Just him, to, right. uh, well, to keep with the cartoon thing, to keep with the cartoon thing, I guess Ultraman is a cartoon. I'm blanking on a really good recommendation right now. I guess I'll recommend Ultraman. Sorry to you can edit all of that out, Josh. You probably won't because my rambling is what makes people like the show. (laughs) So I've actually been watching a not romance anime. No, I know it's I would even say it's on the it's it might even go on the almost horror side because there's a lot of murder. I know a lot of gruesome murder. So it's called Inuyashiki last hero it's pretty much you know to an old guy who is got diagnosed he just has a really sad life and you know me i'm like the underdog person so if someone has a sad life i all of a sudden am i'm i'm so empathetic it, i'm so empathetic it makes me sick with empathy <laughs> and so even with fictional characters and so this like old man like his family doesn't love him and he's only 56 but he looks 80 and he's about to die and he doesn't he doesn't even want to live life anymore and it's just so dang sad and he's crying but he finds a stray dog and now he has someone to love but he only has three months to live and it's just freaking sad but then oh then but god no but then (laughs) 
Turn the page. What's going on? Um, some kind of crazy thing happens where like he's in some kind of explosion. The aliens got the wrong planet, and so they killed two, you know, people. But they re put back his be- um the body, so now he's like a robot. Like you know, he blew up person pretty much. But now he's a robot. But there was another person there too. So now like the young person, he's getting off pretty much on killing and murdering everyone and the old man is finding life and saving people so now they're like complete opposites and i don't know what's going to happen because i'm only on episode four that all happened in four episodes (laughs) i know you know three episodes i'm at the beginning of episode four oh my goodness i just started that is an emotional roller coaster i don't blame you for feeling the way that you do but, you know, like, I, I, I don't know if it's going to go horror or not. Like, honestly, I was, like, scrolling through Instagram. And what made me watch it is, and this is, a, I think, happened in episode one or two, and I was shocked. It was, like, this guy who's about to kill this girl. But he's, like, do you read manga? And she's, like, I read One Piece. He's, like, no way. You read One Piece? He's, like, who's your favorite character? She's, like, <laughs> she's wow. about to die. She He just murdered her whole family. She's, like, Zoro? He's, like, oh, that's a good. And he's, like, geeking out before he snuffs her. That's horrible. Wow. I know. It's so it's, it's so much. But yeah, Inuyashiki, Last Hero on Crunchyroll. <laughs> I recommend it too. Like that's my recommendation and what I've been geeking out on. Like and 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 I'm the type of person I usually stay away from horror cuz my dreams literally I'll dream mm. about what I read or something so I'm going to get shot mm. tonight. Like in Hell's Gosh. Paradise when I read that, when I watched it and they tried to behead him, I dreamt I was beheaded. That's tough. And then also, like, whenever I attack on Titans, I jump those at Titan attack. It'd just be like that with me. Hmm. I know. But, yeah, that's my recommendation. <laughs> Moving on. Um, so we invite you guys to check us out on Instagram. So if you maybe want to put a face to my husband, like our Instagram page, I'm on there. Brandon's on there. Um, maybe I'll... Um, try and like sneak on and just like plaster Taylor's face all over it because I like it. It's a good face. Save the people from the pain. No, people Every even Brandon did it as soon as he saw you. Everyone loves your beard and I feel like that beard is Instagram worthy. Mm. Well, it is. So it is. That's it for today's podcast adventure. Remember to keep listening, keep geeking and keep being awesome until the next time. This was an Anazao Ministries podcast. If you enjoyed this show and would like to learn more about our network, be sure to check out the Anazao Ministries podcast network.